everyone. Welcome to Chat with Sandy and Karen. I am here with two of my best friends, two awesome women, uh, <laughs> Anissa Jones and uh, Sandy Bansal, and we are um, just having a chat today. Um, uh, let me this little message here. Um, really, uh, Sandy, do you want to just say hey to the folks? Hello, everyone. Nice to, uh, well, see, hear you listening to us. I don't know. Um, it's quite late for me today. Uh, it's dark, it's cold, uh, ready for bed. Awesome. Well, that's, uh, it's so different. See, we are in, normally we're in two continents, but today we added a third. So, Anissa, yeah. tell us, where, what continent are you from? <laughs> I am. So, I'll just say, what are we, everybody? And uh, I am in Australia. <laughs> it is 7 a.m. So, <laughs> um, so, caffeine is highly rated at this time of the morning. Um, and I am in the middle of many things in life, including moving houses. <laughs> yes. Wow. Awesome. Anissa, what are you drinking? black coffee because i haven't got any milk at the moment <laughs> well i think that time of the morning you need all the caffeine right yes 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 thank you so much <laughs> for joining us at this hour um so will this mean you're going to be an empty nester <gasps> yes i'm wow. so excited i'm so excited <laughs> it's 27 years in the making trust me it's, it's a good thing <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true it's a it's a it's a whole different life and then then you look at your husband and you think oh we we got to get to know each other again <laughs> well i love my children dearly but i'm happy to see them go thing <laughs> in life um you know two uni one looking at uh the middle child oh the middle child only boy looking at uh business and it now because he's finally been uh you know, moving has finally made him go, oh, God, I've got to be an adult at 21. So, um, yeah, so the youngest is 17 going into uni um, and uh, the oldest is 26 going into uni. So thank God. Awesome. That's oh, so the years are different, are they, in Australia compared to, I don't know, is it the USA the same? Because for us, it's usually September start till the following June. That's oh, no, our year. Yeah, no, we start in um, late January, early February, depending on the that. calendar. Could you try again? Oh, yes, Hello, sorry. Siri. Hi, Siri. I'm um, not sure I understand. <laughs> I, I could, I could, no, I'm not going to. <laughs> so, um, we have holiday, we start our school from, you know, maybe around the 1st of February and we go all the way through till about a week before Christmas um, and that's our school year. So our, our, your summer is our winter, which I absolutely despise. I'm not a cold person. I hate the cold. Um, but uh, our summers are pretty good, minus any bushfires. But uh, we east coast of Australia missed out on bushfires this year, thank God. But uh, the western side have been hit with not only that, yeah. but um, the lovely uh, COVID-19 um strain that's uh been in hospitals so they've there yeah, so the whole city's locked down and then they've got bushfires just outside of town so it's really good 
Yeah. Um, yeah, Australia can be a very interesting place uh, to live. And, uh, um, you know, there's a video, I think I sent it to Karen once saying, uh, come to Australia where you might accidentally get killed. And it talks about all the animals <laughs> that can kill you in Australia. And it yeah. to a song and... Honest to God. I mean, last night we were taking something out of the garage and there was a red-backed spider. Now, they're, they're pretty bad. <laughs> so, and they don't like the cold, which is even funnier, but he was in Canberra, so he got squished very quickly. Um, <laughs> yeah. We get brown snakes and where I moved to um, is where they have a lot of the orchards for the for cherries and, and poor Sandy's face. <laughs> um, and oh. uh, they have brown snakes. And brown snakes, we have like, I think, out of the top 10 lethal snakes, I think we have like eight in yes. Australia. Yeah, we're, we're pretty, it? It's a lethal country to come to. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, you, we got wow. We got jellyfish that'll get you. We've got stingrays. We've got stonefish, spiders, snakes. We don't have drop bears and everyone thinks that's funny. They're, they're really not true. There's no evil koalas that will drop from the trees and kill you. Oh. <laughs> They're really okay. sweet. You still just talked me out of coming to visit you, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I used to live in the States many, many centuries ago. I think it was over 20 years ago. But that was the East Coast, and it was cold. So I yeah. don't think I'll go back. <laughs> yeah, don't go East. Go Come West. Come West. It's warmer. And South. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> You'll like it. Get some good food. Right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what, in Australia or in America? Oh, I'll go to Texas because I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm being not able to eat spicy food because I've got IBS, but I'm hoping that by the time I get everything sorted and we can go back safely, then I can go have some spicy food with Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If not, we'll I'll take, take it something. easy on <laughs> Yeah. That's so, awesome. Anissa, I'm looking at the map. I've seen where Canberra is. It's south of Sydney. Yes. But you're in, what, a more remote place or are you more inland? Yeah. So if you search for Wagga, so W-A-G-G-A, -G -G -A, um, I'm close to there. Like it's, it's yeah, it's. Okay, uh, searching right now. <laughs> but I have to way. ask you. Why? Why? What's the internet like? As the more you go inland, because I heard it's like. Uh, well, we have really bad yes. internet everywhere. Like yeah. my phone service, if I go through certain towns, I have no service. Uh, this is 21st century Australia, folks. Um, and um, our internet, we are pretty bad. Like we have third world country internet. I'm going to shame the government because wow. it sucks. Um, but in certain places. But I'm in Canberra at the moment and I'm still attached to my NBN one and so it's doing pretty good. Uh, but um, yeah. when I when I stream my classes online because I deliver online a lot, um, in Canberra, easy as, in my home um in the country and so much um so it can you know freeze or or whatever so i have the backup plan when i teach online uh, yeah <laughs> but it's nicer it's quieter it's just less rat race it's so much re more relaxing and um yeah and it's just 
I needed to do that because I think Canberra's, even though everyone says, oh, Sydney's pretty rat race um, and I'm from Sydney, um, <laughs> Canberra, because it's where all the politicians visit, and I made that clear to everybody, they visit, they don't live here, um, you know, everyone assumes we're really busy. It's almost like Washington, D.C., in a sense, like, you know, where you've got your Senate and, 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 you, and all that sort of stuff, but here they just come and visit and then they go away again. Um, and then we are all in the news of in Canberra, this has happened in Canberra. And so we get a lot of slack and, uh, I'll be thankful that I don't have to put up with that in about <laughs> six hours. Uh, <laughs> That's so awesome. you're having a, a big, uh, house pie, field pie. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. I, I, if with we could the... light fireworks, I would, but we can't, they're illegal. So, um. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. It sucks. But you can well, invite we, all those spiders and the snakes and everyone. Nice. There. You'll have it. Mice. There's a mice plague heading our way too. So it's even better. It's like it's almost <laughs> biblical. It's like Australia's been caught in this biblical time warp. We've had, oh my gosh. Uh, seriously, I love this country, but oh my god, there's some crazy things that go on here. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah. Snakes aren't too bad. Snake, well, snakes aren't too bad unless you're in the orchards just down the road. Um, but you can climb the ladder and then look down and there'll be a brown snake on the ground. So, yeah, no. Yeah. Wow. And a lady caught a um, – she went into her pyjama drawer the other day and uh, put her hand on, a, on something went, that doesn't feel right. Anyway, she called out the snake catcher. It was a red belly black, which is venomous as well. So it was – because of the bushfires, they're all coming into the houses oh, to survive. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and she actually touched it and it moved slightly, so she figured it was alive. Um, but, yeah, no. No, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not snakes in the house. No, thank you. No, thank you. You know, as a kid, I used to watch um, Neighbours and love the program. Always wanted to go to Australia. But you know what? I don't need to go. <laughs> well, us in New Zealand, us in New Zealand are doing pretty good in the COVID stakes, so you might want to just do escape for a little while. Um, no, it's it's not bad. It's just you've just got to be very aware of the uh, animals that are around. Um, but uh, there's some, you know, the politicians are far more dangerous, I think, at times. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, pretty profound right there. Yeah, I suppose yeah. if you're aware of your surroundings um, and you don't have a lot of things stacked up and places for them to hide, I suppose it'd be all right. Yeah. My garage would not be a good place because I have way too much stuff in there. So uh, <laughs> I don't think I could live there. But uh, maybe visit one of those big cities, the big cities that scare all the <laughs> critters away. You'd be fine, I promise. Okay, okay. We'll come back Maybe if they ever let us cruise again, we'll take a cruise down there. Oh, yeah, no, it's just ridiculous. Uh, no yeah. snakes on a cruise, mm. right? Well, there was a movie on a, on a snakes on a plane. They might make a sequel. Snakes on a cruise. No, down there. no. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> snakes on a cruise. That's terrible. Terrible thought. I mean, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk education other than critter education. So tell us what what are you um, what are you doing? What what do you what's uh, edu what are you doing? What are you teaching? 
Well, many things. Um, so uh, currently I'm working for TAFE New South Wales, which is a vocational education provider, and I deliver online uh, the Diploma Aboriginal Studies um, for uh, two classes now. So we've got uh, two cohorts running uh, different nights, so I teach four nights a week at the moment um, and I'm possibly going into the iProud program which is uh, to get Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people into um, the police force and give them the literacy and numeracy supports and and what I should have said earlier is that my mob are from the um, Hawke's River in New South Wales uh, so I have a bit of knowledge on that not as much as some people you know my, my elders but um, I do have some knowledge and um, so I'm passing that on. And then I also have my Google Innovator project, which is Indigenize EDU, which is about um, upskilling teachers in cultural capabilities, not, not cultural awareness or integrity, but in capabilities to make them more capable of uh, delivering curriculum that is more First Nations people friendly. And uh, I'm trying. I'm trying. And it's getting there. But it's this, you know, we've just had... Um, Invasion Day, otherwise known as Australia Day. And, uh, yeah, it's been a – and it's almost like Columbus Day. So for anyone from America listening, we don't sell it. We, you know, Aboriginal people, no. Um, so today, this year has been very um, – more controversial than any other year. And uh, we've had Proud Boys in Australia. We've had hmm. – um, yeah, going to the peaceful rallies and trying to incite fights. We've had um, people walking hmm. through in colonial garb. Um, British naval soldiers garb and, and in the streets. Um, we've had it, every other year it's been pretty peaceful, but this year mm-hmm. was just uh, ridiculous. Yeah. And and it's yeah, you get exhausted. It's like it's the first week teachers in Canberra go back, and I'd been at work for two weeks in TAFE, but uh, I was exhausted by the next day. I, I didn't really yeah, didn't want to go to work, and because uh, I was too tired and emotionally drained from the whole day. Um, but you know, um, if the goal for me, if the goal is I get one teacher to change the way that they deliver and they're more aware, um, because Aboriginal people are, um, if you think about it, everyone has to speak English. Everyone has to, you know, communicate in English here. Um, but you know, we talk Creole, we have Aboriginal English, um, some kids, particularly in the top end, can speak six languages and English is their sixth language, you know, and that's after they've they've got all the dialects in their areas. And, um, you know, so testing them in English is not always the best way to find out if they're literate and numerate. And a lot of our national testing says, you know, they're at the bottom of the, the totem pole. Um, and I think it's mainly because of the, the delivery Um we learn through seeing, doing, um, asking questions. And, and in Australia, I don't know why, but if you ask questions too much because you want to clarify knowledge, your teachers get a bit cross with you. And um, yeah. I, I, I ask too many questions in staff meetings at time and I've been told, oh, no, no, we'll talk about it. I'm like, no, I want to know why. Like I want to understand where you're coming from to, to make an informed decision. Um, right. And they're like, no, nah, and it's seen as being rude when it's not. And it's just genuinely wanting to understand. And I think there's that cultural divide that needs to be addressed. And, um, you know, it's kind of ironic coming on here because last week one of our um, uh, famous Aboriginal actresses, 
and comedians and she's a playwright, um, put on Twitter that she was being asked questions from students in schools about um, a community side of things for Aboriginal people. Now, she didn't name the school, but the school had given an assessment piece and said, go and ask an Aboriginal person. So all the kids were asking her. And, you know, that's that's 2021. It's, you know, yeah. just because someone's famous and they're Aboriginal doesn't mean that they are the be-all, end-all. And what we do say is go to your local group and speak to the elders there. Um, and I think that's, that's, even though that's a small thing, that's a huge problem as well in Australia is that people haven't had that exposure to Aboriginal education or Aboriginal history. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a very dark topic. Think Jim Crow for Americans, um, that sort of uh, time frame, um, very under-marginalised and, you know, it's, it's hard to make change and mm-hmm. it's, you know, not seeing as many Aboriginal teachers in the systems, and I say systems, whether it's vet or education or university, mm-hmm. is because if we don't see us, we can't be us. And right. we don't get there if we don't get the education that we deserve. So it's really important to upskill the teachers. And it's taken me a year of getting it, fine-tuning it. Yeah. And I've had people from our National Museum do my course I've had people from four different states in Australia come and do it online with me as well so I started doing face-to-face and then you know COVID hit so I had to to do it all online and I prefer now to do it all online I think it's just so much easier well do do you reach more people now yeah I I, um yeah I think I do because I had um some people from the Queensland University of Technology actually seek me out to run my course as well with them. And so I had to do a, a five-and-a-half-hour course in three hours, which was wow. interesting. Um, but it was really, really good. And, you know, I've, I've moved the one I was supposed to be doing starting the week just gone, you know, I went, no, nah, no one's going to be fine in the first week of school, so I've moved it. <laughs> <laughs> a month yeah. away solely to give teachers that time to get into their into their yeah. schools and and the new school year but um yeah I get a lot of interest but I think it's it's still something that and I noticed towards the end of the year when you know our registrations were due that a lot of people were oh because it's accredited or because of this they wanted to enroll in it and I think the meaning behind it gets lost when people just go, I need to get accreditation, I'll just do mm. any course. Um, so I, I think that there needs to be a little bit more of a um, clear, this is this is not something that should be taken lightly. Um, mm. You know, the goal is to try and get it into universities and start there because I think that's where the, if we can get the new cohort of teachers coming through, then I think there'll be less... Um, issues and you know because teacher training 20 years ago for me was one term one term one semester on aboriginal education that was it um in some schools they might get two weeks in the classroom on aboriginal history um and to to do it as a comparative so uh since invasion day colonization it's been 250 years roughly um but we've been here for over 60,000 years so you think about it in the span of a clock 24 yeah. you know 24 hours it's an hour and we're yeah. learning about an hour's worth of history that's more important than 
the the you know 23 hours of history yeah. uh, which is highly relevant and i think that that leads to a lot of the racism and a lot of ignorance and a lot of um pe- uh, I just want to think of the word now um stereotyping mm-hmm. um so in australia you you don't have to have very dark skin because they created the white Australia policy, which was breeding out the black. So um, I take after my mother, who's non-Aboriginal. Um, my son, on the other hand, has got the, the real thick, wiry hair, the olive skin, um, and my girls are darker too, whereas I've just got the fairer skin. Um, but it's not about skin. It's about Fantastic. identifying, being connected to your community and, you know, um, but you still cop it and... <laughs> Sometimes you cop it more, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not the best, but yeah. So, um, uh, one thing I was going to say, uh, oh, uh, it's something it was something that you you mentioned just a moment ago. Oh, we were talking about how the reach is more. Oh, the difference between awareness and upskilling. Mm. What is what's the difference in that? So cultural awareness is just, you know, making making yourself more. It's almost like when you do a workplace health and safety check, if that makes sense, to put it in a context. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got integrity, so trying to implement those, those um, ideals in the workplace. But I think we're too far behind, and I think with a lot of education, I always make the reference that we're teaching 18th century style in the 21st century. And um, I think some of the the mentalities and that you've got to have integrity. No, you don't. You've got to be capable. You've got to understand and walk in someone else's footsteps. And I think um, in in Canada, I think they had the First Nations people there do a blanket activity in a, in a training session where they kept removing the blankets and it was so profound and it really taught, told people about um, what life was like for First Nations in Canada. And I think... Hmm. I did a similar one with the Australian flag. I put it on Australian flag, the Australian map, and I put it on tape on the floor and I had the kids be Aboriginal people and some of them then became the British and then they we moved as we went across and there was like this much, well, there, that much land left and that mm. only one kid, one Aboriginal, one Aboriginal kid standing there um, and all these other people were um, moved over and, you mm. know, it's it's a history that needs to be told and I think once it's told then we can move forward but you know everyone says I'll get over it and uh, then they'll go and celebrate Anzac Day which is like uh, Memorial Day or any form of celebration for our soldiers and it's like okay Um, yeah yeah, so I think it's just a bit misplaced and I think trying to change all those mindsets and and prejudices is hard Um, Mm -hmm. I've had to deal with stuff and then it's affected me personally um, because I'll I, I will a type of person I'll tell the truth and shame the devil so I'll tell you the truth and I won't do it in a mean way but I'll tell you the truth right, uh, right. Of, the, of the country and First Nations experiences because I worked in a jail as well um, uh, earlier on last year and I actually asked the, the in, a, in a men's prison I was teaching art and cultural art there and I um, asked them why were they you know in what happened with them when they were in school so i was getting anecdotal evidence from people who went through the system and uh when i did a presentation the feedback told me to read the room because people were angry that they were being made to feel guilty and my response was it's not to make you feel guilty it's make 
meant to make you feel aware. And I think when people start to feel that guilt, then it's mainly because of the actions of themselves, not the actions of anything else. Or I could tell them anything and they'd still feel guilty because of their own behaviours. And so I, I it, it made me almost quit. Like I, and then I had a good friend, shout out to Beck Saunders. I went and told her and she's not Aboriginal, but her partner and her children are. And she said, don't you dare, don't you dare quit. This is too important. So um, I really just, I felt really bad um, in myself thinking, you know, and that's that. That's how it goes sometimes here. And I think we've got some amazing um, Aboriginal educators, amazing Aboriginal people. Um, we've got all these great stories coming out. We've got books. We've got all this sharing of knowledge. And um, it's just putting teachers in touch with the relevant um, communities and quality. To speak to. Yeah. And, and you yeah. know, I've got a mate who does weaving. And, you know, she's given me prizes for participants, um, you know, and, and Ronnie Jordan's her name and she does traditional weaving. And, um, you know, I've given out prizes that are Aboriginal books. Um, there's a whole pile of things because I want people to understand that we're not just here. We're actually, yeah. you know, very smart people in a different context. And, yeah, mm. and there's I mean, we have academic smarts. We have street smarts in the sure. society. Um, I don't think people realise. And, and since the fires, there's been issues with the cool burn, which is traditionally what Aboriginal people do, and it only does the bottom layer. It doesn't go up the trees and damage anything, and it, it actually allows for regrowth. And mm -hmm. when the fires hit, there was very negative backlash as to, well, why didn't yeah. we do traditional burning? So it's still, yeah, you know, 21st century and we're dealing with that 18th century mindset, <laughs> even in education. So, so, yeah, so. Um, the, um, some of the, the specific areas in which you help teachers understand um, the curriculum is the eight ways of learning, right? Mm, I, and I've actually streamlined it down to five, and okay. um, yeah, so I can I can share through um, my yeah. Give us uh, send us all the links, and we'll put it. I mean, even to your friends who does weaving, you know, if they if there's anyone who like yeah. I bought a boomerang, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. So oh, no, just give us links, and we'll put it all in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I yeah, I just it's the way it is is that um it's about that visualization we watch we have a go and then we do it on our own sort of way of doing things. And, um, you know, it's about being mindful as well. And I will always go walking on barefoot um, on my front lawn because it's connection to nature. And as a, um, a lady who I cannot think of her name now, I'm going to be in trouble for it, but she runs what we call Dadidi, which is um, Aboriginal uh, mindfulness. And, it's a way of just being and, you know, you just close your eyes and you listen and you just breathe. And I even get teachers to do that because I think yeah. that's an important thing to remember that we're all connected no matter what we think um, and to just have that reflective practice, practice. But it's also about, you know, everyone says, oh, you know, Aboriginal people, what did you invent? You invented nothing. And we go, well, we had the boomerang, which was aerodynamic and physics before physics was known. Um, we're the first bakers. We're the first aquaculturalists. Um, you know, we were growing food and had, you know, farming techniques before even the pyramids were built. 
you know, so there's a lot of things that I think that um, the history of this nation needs to be, um, in particular, awakened. But, um, yeah, we're actually quite awesome. quite bright people. And, uh, you know, you think about it, uh, the, the physics of a boomerang coming back, have a look at it sometime because these are, you know, you think about when it was created, there was yeah. no no science, no, no maths, nothing no like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so it was done and, and it's some of the skill behind some of the tools, like the fish traps that they created um, were unheard of, you know, and uh, the Brie Warren of fish traps, which is the oldest fish traps in the world, um, they're in north of where I am right now, so they're north from Canberra, and uh, they are just history that should be embraced and not... Uh, Right. You know, but people don't know. If they don't know, they're not going to learn about it. So mm. educating people on a lot of stuff across preschool all the way to year 12 <laughs> yeah. in that in that five, six hours is uh, is busy. Um, but they come away with a sense of, um, okay, I can apply this in my classroom because I think that's what teachers want. They want the, the tips and the tricks and how – and I know that sounds a bit, you know, garish when I'm talking about culture, but – they want to know how to do it without offending as well. And some people think that they're offending. Um, so I, we brainstorm, we go through, well, you could do this. Have you done this? Oh, yes, you have. So you're already doing it. You just don't realise you're doing it. So it's just trying to change that, that mindset of oh, I'm going to make a mistake and be rude or oh, I only have to do this course because, you know, I need the hours. Um, just try but, it. Just try yeah. it. I mean, that's... And be honest, you know, just just go for it, I think. But still, I think, um, like you're saying, we're in the 21st century. Why something as important as that still has to be part of history? Why is it not integrated with every subject, you know, part of everything? This is, this is Australia. This is us. This is what we do. This is what we have. This, I don't know why, why there's still these gaps. I think it has a lot to do with the, the education system per se from particularly the 70s, 80s and 90s, um, but even further down. So, you know, in America they had uh, reservations and that we had missions. Um, so, you know, and Aboriginal people didn't get educated past year four. Um, and if you were a white teacher teaching on a mission, you were hounded until you left by the community. Um, and treated quite badly because why are you educating Aboriginal people? So there's a great book that mm. I use with my diploma class called Aboriginal Australia by Richard Broom, and um, it talks about all of that. It's it's one of the best written books on our history ever, and um, it and it's in its fifth edition, so it was re-released uh, 2019, um, and it tells everything. It's not... Um, taking sides it is completely factual and I love it for that and um, but in this country I think too is that people don't want to talk about it and um, they just want to oh you know get over it sort of mentality but um, the policies that were put in place particularly you know with the stolen generation and 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 so on are still impacting people today uh, it's called intergenerational trauma and it goes from one generation to the next and so on. So I think until we really address the issues here and we won't with the current government that we've got, um, so he's hoping in a couple of years or maybe I think it's next year I'm hoping, 
um, they go, um, that will have someone who will be willing to, uh, you know, I mean, this is a guy who changed one word in our national anthem and thought he was bigwig, you know. Um, it was young and free, now it's one and free. You can't be one and free. <laughs> And I'm sorry, but that 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 anthem was written with the with the White Australia policy in it. It was actually some of the words are coming from a White Australia policy, and we're like, uh, no. Um, so it's it's kind of sad that it that it hasn't changed. Um, I you know we had the apology, and we just had what is it today? The seventh. So it's coming up this Saturday, not this yeah next week, is the anniversary of the apology that um, one of our former Prime Ministers, Kevin Rudd, did um, for the Stolen Generation. Uh, he actually won the election based on the fact he was going to apologise. So we'd had a previous Prime Minister wow. who was a real interesting person, uh, very racist policies, very racist everything, and then Kevin Rudd came in and literally within six months apologised Um for stealing, I mean, children as young as six weeks old were taken from their parents. So, you know, well, actually there was one in the um, bringing them home report, it was three weeks old. So, you know, um, there's a lot of, uh, of healing that needs to happen. But after that, there's another, do- there was a documentary made after the apology and nothing has changed since Kevin Rudd did that. Um, you know, and so that's really disheartening as well. And I think... Um, until we get, you know, people that are, say, my age, so I'm Gen Gen X, so once we get rid of all the boomers, no offence to anyone who is a boomer, but I think that mentality is more likely to be there than it is in Gen X and Gen Y and Gen Z and millennials and blah, 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 Um, because they grew up in 1950s Australia, 1960s Australia, where, you know, Aboriginal people lived on the fringes. Of, of town and so they were called fringe dwellers um well, you know so i think once we get rid of the boomers uh, from decision making and policy making in this country i think we'll start to move forward um but i'm i'm not gonna hold my breath so i'm hoping when my grandson is an adult because he's three that he will be able to say yeah everything's changed but we can wow mm. a grandmother too i know I know. <laughs> I had a child young and then I finished school. So I, 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 you know, I've got like three degrees and two vet quals and I'm working on my third vet qual. I'm insane. I'm teaching online and I'm moving house and I'm doing another vet qual. Um, I, I, I don't know what non-busy life is. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Karen. Yeah, right after. Karen. And this is exactly your match in another country. <laughs> wow. Well, it's like, you know, what else are we going to do? We've got to learn. We've got to keep learning, right? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> got to keep moving. I, 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 uh, I really, really appreciate you coming on and just uh, sharing what you're doing and the positive steps that you're taking to uh, – correct things to so you're actually doing something and uh that's one thing i i tell my friends sometimes is that let's do something about this not just complain about it let's just do something about this so uh, i really appreciate you for coming on sandy were you going to say something no uh okay. thank you anisa for uh <laughs> taking your time joining both karen 
and I on the show. We are very honoured that you have shared your experiences with us. And I feel like there's a lot more you want to share with us. Oh, there's uh, so much more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. we thank you to uh, all the listeners out there too. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at chatwsk1. Find us and subscribe to our channel on Spotify, Google and Apple to hear more about what is going on in education uh, on both sides of the pond plus the third side, <laughs> if there is. <laughs> and the other side of the world. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Anissa. Thank you. Thank you. So keep in touch. Remember, send all the links and we'll put them all in the notes. I will. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.